Okay, good morning. We're just having merry with Chaf Gimel Omid Aleph. Ves Hakush, Ves Hakarke, Vechudu. I assume you've just uh, the parish is uh, giving you a good introduction to the sugya that we were just doing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So in the Mishnah, you had that a person can move a spindle. That's the kush. The karke is this uh, moon-shaped object. Well, moon-ish shaped object they're used in weaving. The Chudu said, "Shetomno Rabban has been taught in a brisa. Pago Shetomno Bateven. Pago is a." is a fig which hasn't uh, fully ripened yet, Shetomno the Teven, that a person um, put entrenched in, in the Teven, in the straw, the idea is that hopefully will uh, help it to ripen properly. The Charora Shetomno Begechorim, Charora is a, some sort of cake um, that is, again, is made on the coals, and again, a person immersed it, he swaddled it in the Gechorim, in the, in the coals. Immugurim Iktosa. So obviously the Tevan and the Gechonim are both muksa. So the question is, can you take out the fig and the, and the cake? Um, because obviously you've got problems on muksa here. So in Mugodem Iksasa, if some of it is uncovered, muta the Tartala, then it is muta to move it. Um, the reason being because you're not actually directly, you're not directly touching the Tevan, um, the Tevan or the, the Gechonim. You simply, um, you take, take hold of the fig or you take hold of the Harara and yank it out. As for the Gechorim and everything else that moves in the process, that's got nothing to do with you. Rabbi Rozum and Tadoyim, he says, uh, sorry, before that, Vimlam, and if not, if it's completely entrenched, you can't get hold of it, then what we definitely do not allow you to do is to um, move the coals or the Tevan, because then you're going to be moving the Mukseb, your daim with your own hands, actively, that we definitely cannot allow you to do. Um, so then Rabbi Elazar ben Tadoi Omer, he says, We do allow you to take a spindle or this karaka, uh, this weaving object, and to stick it inside, and then sort of get, put it, use it like a fork into the, into the uh, let's say, the, um, the cake or the, or the fig, and then bring it out with that. The himanar is meirem, and in the process, the coals and the tevin will move around on their own. That doesn't bother us. Omar Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman said, Halacha Krabi Lozav Ben Tadoi. The Halacha is Taka like Rabbi Lozav Ben Tadoi. So the Gemara asked, the Memra, does that mean to say the Sava Rav Nachman, the Rav Nachman holds Tiltul Manatzad, Loshimei Tiltul? This is one of the fun- fundamental, you say this of Muksa, it's called Tiltul Manatzad. That means you're not moving the Muksa object directly, it's rather an indirect uh, movement. So to over here, you're not, for your dime, you're not moving um, the Muksa. All you're doing is, you're just simply getting hold of the non-muksa item, and in the process, other things are moving. It's called tiltum and So does Rav Nachman, by paskening like Rabbi Lozav ben Tadoi, does he mean to say that we paskin tiltum and atzad? Loishmei tiltum is not a problem. But Omar Rav Nachman, but surely Rav Nachman has said, "Hi puglo, this puglo, which is a radish, which is obviously shaped a bit like a triangu- triangular shape. So this puglo, minamalo lamato, if it is stuck into the ground, not that it's still." We're not talking about, obviously, that it's still uh, rooted in the ground, but it's stuck into the ground, then a mal or the matto. So if you think about it like a, a bit like a carrot, right? so, same idea, same sort of shape. So if it's from the mal or the matto, that means it's into the ground like that, so it's the triangle of the point is down. So obviously, when you take it out, nothing's going to move. So the mal or the matto, sorry, that's allowed. But the matto the malo, but if it's upside down, in other words, the point is upwards, so then, also, it's forbidden. Now, why is it forbidden? 
What's the problem? I'll grab the top of the of the radish, and as I take it out, so everything that moves in the process is tilted and outside. If Rav Nachman really holds that tiltman outside, the indirect movement of muksa items is uh, not a problem, then what's the problem over there? So the Gemara answers, Rav Nachman, he retracted, he changed his mind, he retracted from that psak, and therefore taka, that would be allowed, because it's a classic case of tiltman outside, and therefore it is permitted. If you take a look at Rashi, Rashi says, um, Pago, it's about halfway down, beginning of the line, Pago. Paga is a te'eno shalabishla called torka. It's a fig which hasn't fully ripened. Betomen in beteven, and they put it in, entrench it in the teven, in the straw, there's bashel, in order that it should ripen. Beteven muksa have the tit. Now, teven is muksa, generally speaking, it's muksa because they actually use it in making, um, literally, tit is the cement, possibly then to make more like bricks and things like that. But it's, it's used in the cement, and if it's muksa, it's set aside for that, and therefore it's muksa. In Mugula Miktosa, so we say, if the pago or the charora or the cake is, part of it is popping out, you can see it. That you can get hold of it in the place which is uncovered. As opposed to there is a pshat brought in the, the Shittar Oran who says, this is tiltman asad. He says, no. And the the Shittar Oran makes this point. From Rashi, you can see not like that. Even, it's not even tiltman asad. Why? You don't need to lift up the tevin. You don't have to move the tevin in any way. All you'll do is you'll lift up the place which is, you'll grab it by the place which is uncovered. The tevin will just literally slip off. That's not even tiltum and atzad, says Rashi. Um, so, Rav Nachman, so, so the Tanakhama says, but if it's fully covered, then you've got a problem. Then Rabbi Loza ben Tadoi says, no, I've got an eight for you, and that is, you can put the spindle inside and grab it with that. By the way, this is talking about dafka in a field or something like that, because if it's out in the, if it's in your home, and I mean, nowadays obviously it's not no gear, but in times when they had earthen floors, there we're cheshish, if you take it out like that, you'll have, obviously you'll have a ditch there, a bit of a groove, and you'll come to smoothen it over, right, which is the malachot boimah. That, that, that point is mentioned. But, um, so this is not even taught to outside. So, but Rabbi Lazar he says, you know what? Even a case of tiltum and atzad will allow you. Mean, meaning to say that even if it's fully covered over and you have to put in the spindle to get hold of it and then grab it out, that's not a problem. Because that's also it's tiltum and atzad. So Rav Nachman says, yeah, that's takad al So the Gemara says, what, Rav Nachman passing tiltum and atzad is allowed? But surely holds it's not allowed. What's that? The case of the pugla. What's the pugla? It's sanayim tolosh. We're talking about a radish which has already been detached from the ground. For some reason, he put it back into the ground. And the Niskala erosion, the top of it is still revealed. You can see it. So we say, if it's pointed, the point is down, sorry, then it's allowed. If the leaves are pointed upwards, and the pointed, where it's tapered, that goes into the ground. Therefore, when he removes it, he'll remove it from the top point, the tachten shelah, and the last point that will come out is the pointed bit. The rochavat sunon amalo, therefore the wide part of the sunon is at the top. Muta, that's muta, zelekotil to leofal kalal, because therefore in that such case there will be no movement of the, direct movement of the, in fact there's no movement of the offa at all. Sharon iskala It may cave in, but you will not be moving it at all, because obviously, you're, as you're moving it, 
what's coming out obviously is narrower and narrower. So there's no need for the offer to move to the side at all. It may just cave in afterwards. But there's no direct, there's no reason why the offer should move at all. But mimata lamala, but if it's upside down, meaning the wider part is in the ground, and the narrow part is what's sticking out, then obviously, as you move it out, you're going to be, in order to allow for the wider part, it's going to be moving the offer indirectly. That, Rav Nachman said you can't do. Also, that's mimata lamala is also. Shemez's offer, because he will be moving the, the earth, because the, the, group, the opening of this, the earth, is narrow at the top, and the wider part of the snow is further down in the ground. Even though you're only moving the offer indirectly, it's not taking hold of the offer of the earth in any way with his hand. doesn't matter, that's forbidden. So what's going on? So we answer, yeah, Rav Nachman, he changed his mind, he retracted from that. Now, how do we know that we which one he retracted from? That Tosa speaks about. But that's not the, the main point we want here. Um, in terms of the Tosa's, um, first of all, the Tosa's pagoshet mean of the chudu. Tosa's has got a couple of important points here. My research, Tosa's, we're talking about This pagod, these figs that he put there, it must be talking about that he placed it there amanos litzlo with dust to take it out. Before Shabbos, in other words. The Das was, that he will take out, maybe on Shabbos, that he had Das when Shabbos came in, they would take it out. But if you place it there with Das, it should stay there the whole of Shabbos. Then the fig becomes a bosses, it becomes a base for something which is Moksa. That's what you were talking about yesterday, when you've got your candlesticks, it's not actually the candlesticks, it's really the flame which is Moksa, possibly the oil as well, but... The flame is the muksa item, and everything underneath it becomes a bosses to that flame. Because when Shabbos comes in, that's, that's the world of, of being a bosses. So, come on in like we say later on in Perikonotel, Gabi Eben, Shalpiachovis, with the stone that is on top of the barrel, So, we said you've got all these barrels sitting there, and on top of one of the barrels, you've got a stone. The stone is obviously muksa. Now, I want to get to the wine inside the barrel. So the question is, can I just lift up the barrel and move, move the stone off it? Right? Or do you say, no, the barrel may not be muksa in and, out, in and of itself. But since it's a base, it's a bosses to the stone which is on top, and the stone is muksa, so it's a boss of the dova also, you can't move the barrel either. And we say over there, even though we say over there you can move the barrel, ideally what you're supposed to do is just literally tilt it very slightly and the stone will fall off but if in doing so you're worried that the stone will fall onto other barrels and smash them then we even allow you to pick it up move the stone off and then open the barrel um, that is only if you forgot the stone there this obviously is a very this is the rule of bosses is that if you've got on Shabbos you've got I don't know in a drawer you've got muksa items so can you open the drawer on Shabbos so we say it depends on did you intend for those muksa things to be there in other words, where you could be you put them there, but you're planning to sit and take them out before Shabbos. And you forgot. So then we say, if you just forgot, it's not a bosses, and there's no problem. Now you've got things in your pockets and things like that. It doesn't make the coat a bosses to those things. So what you do is you just shake out the muksa items, and you'd be perfectly fine. Yeah? Um, that's only if a person forgot the muksa items. Abul 
But if he actually placed them there, he actively put them there, then Nasser bosses Ledover also, then it becomes a bosses to that Muksa item. So, so to over here, this Pugla, uh, yeah, not the Pugla, the Pagla, the fig, the fig is obviously is not a Muksa. It's obviously not at an extent that it's not edible, it is edible. So, but the Teven that you put it in, the straw that you put it in, as we said, was Muksa, because it's the Teven is set aside for making your tits, for making your cement. So therefore, if it's sitting inside the tether and you plan to leave it there, then obviously it becomes a bosses to the tether. And you wouldn't be able to move it because, forget the tether, even the pago becomes effectively muksa. However you understand the mechanics of bosses, but effectively the pago itself becomes muksa. What I mean to say is, because even if you did take it out, you're still... You can't, you can't move it. Yeah? Meaning to say that if you've got something which is actually a proper, a proper bosses, when I say a proper bosses as opposed to it became a sort of a partial bosses over Shabbos, that is actually different, right? There's a, there's a whole discussion about that. There's, if you've got something which is a proper bosses, that means when Shabbos came in, you'd purposely left the muksa item there and somebody took away the muksa item. That doesn't help you. Since when Shabbos came in, it was a bosses, you wouldn't be able to so too over here. It's the paga itself becomes effectively becomes moksa. Yeah, is that clear? So says Tosfos, it must be talking about here that you didn't, you didn't uh, put it there purposely. Uh, you didn't intend it to stay there. But Shabbos said it was. I would take it out. I would take it out, um, and therefore it doesn't become a bosses to the tavern. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's interesting that because I was, the Mashmoshah Tosis is, I was planning to leave it there the whole of a Mashmoshah. So. True? Normally, the bosses is defined on were you planning it to be there for Bain Mashmoshah. Correct? The Mashmoshah Tosis says that we don't say that. It, can, it will become a bosses over Bain Mashmoshah if it's left there the whole of that period. But the das has to be that I was planning to leave it there the whole of Shabbos. So let's say, uh, so let's say if I've got something which I was planning to leave it there the whole of the whole of uh, Ben But let's say I've got my candlesticks. I had plans to get a goy to come in and move it. Would that allow me then to move the table at least once the candlesticks have been taken off? Say based on based on this toast. So I'm not saying the halacha yet. In other words, from, from this tosis, you can see that um, that if you are planning to have it moved over Shabbos, that itself would be enough. You wouldn't be able to move it yourself, obviously, because the tevan, or in the case of the candlesticks, they were, you know, you've got something, the candlesticks themselves are the bosses, sort of thing, but the, it's, effectively, it doesn't make the thing underneath a bosses. Yeah, you'll have to arrange for it to be moved, but, uh, but based on this closeness, at least, it wouldn't become a losses. 
there are, I'll just leave you with a couple of points to, if you, it's more if you look back at that sugya, it's not so posh anyway, this should be a bosses. You realise that? This was the case of the hotel, where they put the candlesticks on the chair. Somebody put lights in the chair. Right. The Arabs came and cleared up. Right, so could a person in the middle? They the chairs, you know, 400. The question is, could anyone sit down? Yeah. <laughs> saving feature in the end and no one knew the answer to this like, what, so what to do it's been running. the only thing is well, they have some money to be saved for Christmas they must have to show us if the guy was going to the norm was the guy was going to yeah. but I mean in this particular case anyway the, 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 it's not so possible it be, I mean you can see Tosa takes on it is a bosses but there are Roshonim who say it's not a bosses to start with because the Pagla doesn't become a bosses to the Teva. If anything, the Teva becomes a bosses to the Pagla. The whole vault of bosses is that the, the non-Muxa item is a base, it's becoming a, a Tophel, a subsidiary serving the Muxa. Well, here it's the opposite. The Pagla is not serving the Teva, the Teva is serving the Pagla. It's dead, right? And then if you remember, we had such a case with the Swadling case, with the Hatzmana, when you've got on top of the kli, you've got the the uh, the piece of the, the piece of wool which are moksa, and we say over there that it's not it's not a bosses. At least the Arushenim hold it's not a bosses. The reason being because the lid is not there to serve the to serve the the uh, the gizeh temer. It's there to serve the pot. It's there to serve the pot, not the thing on top, and therefore it doesn't become a bosses. That explains the sugi there, how you can tip it off. The other thing is, if you look back at Rashi on that sugi on Nunal, if you also see that Rashi, with the case of the Eben, is mashma that there are other stolen there.